It's time for the Unsolicited Advice Podcast. With over 20 years experience talking smack to each other and good at cracking cold ones and talking football, this is your favorite source for fantasy football wisdom. And now, here's your hosts, Charlie and Bryce. Gentlemen, Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Unsolicited Advice with Charlie and Bryce. And as always, I am Bryce. And with me today. I'm Charlie. You are Charlie. I don't, you know, as far as football goes, it's been a great week. We'll get into that later. Uh, but first, Charlie, <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and start this conversation out with... Uh, couple uh christmas questions it is christmas week dude so uh next time you hear this from is, us it'll be beyond christmas this so is I christmas evvv yeah eve's 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 eve eve yeah right yep the 20th the so eve of something's eve the yeah eve's the eve's eve's we're dropping eve's here eve's of the eve <laughs> the first one I said was yeah, right. I know yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, Charlie, question for you. All right. Real tree or fake tree? I understand the benefits to both. I, we have a real tree. Are you tree. running for fucking president? I mean, give me your real answer. This was PC? Well, I, Since when are we PC? Give me I, a real answer. I yeah. like a real tree. Okay. All right. What kind of lights? Colored or white? Let's not. Let's not be prejudiced, okay? <laughs> Jesus, Bryce. Do not get in the Christmas spirit with your fucking prejudice. God. I hear it now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hear it now. That was bad. That was uh, It's Jeez. only bad because you took it that way. I just, colored, saw, I just saw an opportunity. Colored. I hear it, though. I yeah. do. I do. I do. Uh, colored lights, multicolored lights. Right. Okay. Versus like white lights. White lights. Yeah. yeah. What's your preference? Um, I like them, but <laughs> <laughs> we like to that think was, that we're that PC. Was, here. That was an aggressive that star, unsolic- dude. <laughs> on the Christmas pod, aggressive as hell. Fucking screwed. It only makes sense because. Uh, <laughs> You know, if if you're not aware of the news, Rashard Mendenhall uh, talked on Twitter uh, that he is a he is a old er running back from the Pittsburgh Steelers right, for the record, right? And uh, so he tweeted out that he's sick and tired of all these middle aged white men um, asking or telling him how to play football or how he people should be playing football. Regardless, what Rashard Mendenhall suggested was that there should be an all-white team versus an all-black team. So like a Pro Bowl-style all-white NFL players versus all-black NFL players. And like obviously everyone knows... He said he was better than any white running back out there. That's that's hard to keep that knowing Christian McCaffrey. Like that's that's just... That's hard. So... 
a lot of people have thought it's funny, obviously, uh, and try to see the humor in it and have kind of run with it and have kind of like put together teams, so to say, of elite NFL players at each position that are both black and white. It's and great so, me more. Great me more. Great me more. Yeah, it's great. It's great content for the internet. Um, Instagram, Twitter, all those are going wild with it. And it's actually been quite fun to see all of the things and compare them. They are funny. Um, overall, they're kind of even. I mean, kind of. I, I would say it's... You think so? I mean, quarterback is, you could argue, sure. probably a 50-50 split. Yeah. Um, I would say, yes. Cornerback, though? Quarterback. No, but oh, corner? yeah, yeah. DBs, yeah. Pulling no out shot. Jason Seahorn from I mean, retirement, dude. We, we're going to have. He's like in his 50s. Maybe some safeties with Reed, uh, Reed well, what is his name? Blankenship for the Eagles. Yep. Um, we there got are a few safeties. Maybe a couple safeties, but DB, no, yeah, we're going to get cooked. Yeah. We, the, 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 white, the white team would get cooked. Yeah. They're going to have to put me out there, dude. Yeah. Um, but I, like I can hang with Reek. Some wide receivers, we might be okay. Running backs, we got Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's about it. Yep. But tight ends. Hey man, we've got fullback Kyle Uzcheck. Kyle Uzcheck. Um, the we're uh, good on tight ends. The Raven Patrick Ricard, solid. He's not he's like, white, dude. Patrick Ricard, yeah, he's like three hundred and six pounds. Yeah, I don't the think he's white. The fullback for the Ravens. Yeah, he's definitely white. I'm googling it. Yeah, you should. Um, wide receivers, we'd be okay. Tight ends, we're, we'd be solid at. Um, offensive line, we the the white team would be solid at. Um, but like the the all black team, again, quarterback would be fifty fifty split. Wide receiver, they would absolutely have the advantage. Defensive back, they absolutely would have the advantage. Um, you know, they, it's you know the white team might have the advantage as a kicker. Um, but that, that might be one of the, like, only ones that they have, like, a true advantage in is the kicker portion. Um, but, yeah, it's been great content for the Internet. Um, everyone on the Internet. Dude, he's very white. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, he, he uh, had some racist and homophobic tweets not so long ago. Oh. In 2018. Nice. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Okay. All right. So he'd probably, maybe we shouldn't put him in. No, no, probably not. No, probably not. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah, uh, let's get back to the Christmas questions, though, Charlie. Are you ready? Yeah. So I've got, we've got white lights on our tree. Yeah. Um, we would like to mix it up. We just didn't. Yeah. And it looks good with all white lights. It does. <clears throat> I it like, does. and I like, I like the colorful lights as well. Yeah. Uh, the multicolor. Yeah. That's right. Um, I know you see a a bunch of them just sitting right here, yeah, unused, yeah. But we do like it, don't you know? We do like them, yeah. I just haven't put them up. I, we usually put them up around the arbor. Oh and yeah, out, you did. Out yeah, front. that's right. You did. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just haven't. I mean, I put up the lights on the house yesterday nice. after work. Nice. In like ten minutes, and they're gonna stay there for well after the new year. Yeah, like Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like after the Super Bowl <laughs> yeah. when I've got more time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, Christmas dinner, which <clears throat> traditionally on the menu. Um, prime rib is what I you grew do up. a prime rib. That's what I've grown up eating. Yeah, prime rib. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was Christmas dinner, I believe. I, it was either Christmas or Christmas Eve, but I'm pretty sure Christmas dinner was prime rib, and I'm doing one this year. I'm 
I'm doing it on the rotisserie on the grill. Yeah, nice, nice. Um, yeah, growing up, uh, my family, my family, my people. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in the later years, as I was getting to be in later years in high school, my dad switched us to prime rib. So ever since we've been kind of running with a prime rib. Last year we've we did a turkeys. fried turkey. Yeah, last year we've kind of we've kind of mixed in a turkey every other year, um, but we're doing a prime rib again. Went to Costco, got one. Looks delicious. About a six pounder. Nice. Uh, so, That's what we got yeah, as well. Also doing it on the rotisserie. It's are you on the rotisserie? You got a rotisserie? My, we have an old school rotisserie oven that just oh, rotates okay. and spins cool. it the entire yeah, time. That's I've got one for the grill. That's cool. And I did a couple of chickens on it. Yeah. And it is freaking awesome. Yeah, dude. they're delicious. It's always comes What's out great perfect. about a rotisserie, for those of you that don't know, is that the meat bastes itself when you do it on the rotisserie because the meat, the juice is not like dripping out constantly like it would. I mean, it does drip out, but really, it's, it's just, just like getting turned back spinning. into itself. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, pretty sweet. Yeah. Pretty sweet stuff. So I'm excited. I've not done. The only thing I've done on the rotisserie is three chickens. Wow. So this is a this is gonna be a new one. Yeah, I really wanted to get a practice run in, but the problem is, you know, prime rib is twenty dollars a pound. Yeah. So it's not just something I get a practice run in. We're just gonna have to. Where'd you get yours? Hope for the best, Costco. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, if hopefully I nail it. Yeah. And then I'll keep doing it. That's right. Uh, all right, uh, Charlie, are you ready to talk some football? Yes, for love, God of Jesus, dude. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Cheers. Cheers. We're going one tonight. That's fine. We'll roll with it. Yeah, we're going one. You want to? You want to drink it on cheers? Like yeah, yeah, we'll actual cheers. Cheers. Yeah. I don't know go. if you could hear, yeah. but all right, all right. So Charlie, not much news, oh. um, but some some to kind of uh, keep in mind here. There has always been talk of Aaron Rodgers potentially coming back as of late, and I would say probably. In the last two months, there's been just minimal chatter. Um, but the last two weeks, it's kind of been ramping up a little bit more. Um, it is official. Aaron Rodgers is going to become active, but he is not Off going to play this year. Yeah. Um, so I think it's probably the best decision for Rodgers and for the Jets moving forward. Um, obviously, he is not healthy, and the Jets have nothing to play for. So um, just something to keep a note. Rodgers is not coming back this year. We will not see Aaron Rodgers. Um, it did sound like if they were in playoff contention, then he would have tried. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's but he's not a hundred percent. I heard. Do you care to talk about the surgery a little bit? I just heard something like what it was his, and his surgery. Yeah, you tell me. It's called a. So it's a surgery. It, this is not necessarily groundbreaking surgery. So this surgery has been around for 15 years. Where they sewed his <clears throat> a tendon around something, right? Some wire, yeah. yeah. It's called a, a speed bridge, which is right. exciting sounding. Um, and what it does, it actually does nothing to help it heal quicker, but it does provide more strength early on. And then the things that he was doing to try to heal quicker was some like blood transfusion therapy, oh, essentially, where they're just getting more blood to rush to Circulate the it. yeah, and um, that helps it heal. And then you know I'm sure the rehab he was doing was out of this world and stuff yeah. like that. Just mm-hmm. but this is it wasn't some like um 
some groundbreaking surgery or anything. It's been around for 15 years. It's fallen in and out of favor. And the doctor, Dr. David Chow, who I really like um, on the NFL radio, and he said, you know, it's this is not a surgery that you would necessarily want to do routinely for an Achilles injury. Um, it, it, he, you know, he kind of felt like wishy washy. Yeah. Okay. He was like, I mean, it's and it's effective. However, you know, it has fallen in and out of favor with medical professionals for since it's come become a surgery right. for a reason. Yeah. Um. And but I, you know, it does provide that extra strength because of the wires and stuff. Um. Up front, so that's. But it was just interesting to hear. Yeah. Um, it wasn't transformational surgery or any is what the word he was. That's the word I was trying to. So, but anyways, he is. He would. It does sound like he would be healthy enough to play. Hmm. Kind of. I would say the reports are that he got medically cleared, but he yes. says that he's not a hundred percent. Which obviously you can you can play football at not a hundred percent. Maybe not behind that offensive line, but well, right, right, right. Probably part of the reason why he's not yeah. putting a helmet back on. And why they're where they are. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, other than that, I don't really have much else. I do have one other important nugget here. CJ Stroud, also trending in the wrong direction. Looks like he will be out another week. And, Charlie, that is not good for the Texans. Uh, the AFC South has turned into a three-team race at each of the three teams besides the Texans, all being tied at 8-6. and six. No, including the Texans. Sorry, Titans. Yes. Sorry, <clears throat> Titans. Um, so not looking good for the Texans, I should say, uh, in their chances of moving forward and keeping in that race. But uh, something to keep an eye on. They haven't necessarily ruled him out-out, um, but he's not trending in the right direction. Right. He still has a chance to clear protocol, but let's just say that his fantasy projection went from an actual number to zero today. Right. So Yeah. Uh, For a reason. Yeah. All right, Charlie, are you ready? <clears throat> yes. Okay. I am. Thursday night football. Chargers, Raiders. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, the Chargers just, or sorry, the Raiders just go out and score 63 points. I mean, were the Chargers even playing defense? No, that team had given up, dude. Yeah. They had given yeah. up on their coach. Yeah. That was very clear. Part of the news, because it, it feels like the day goes by even faster now. I'm sorry, I did not address this in the news. Brandon Staley eventually fired on the Tuesday. And Tom Telesco, the GM. Yeah. Uh, and I remember texting you that it happened around, what, noon? 11? Yeah. And noon. I, it, yeah. And I remember texting you like, the only reason why they waited until noon was because it's in California time. <laughs> and that's, that was exactly the reason. Yeah. I believe that that was, it was when he got into the office. Yeah. We were all like, all right, when's it going to happen? All right. When's it going to happen? Yeah. When's it going to happen? Cause we all kind of knew. Um, but yeah, Charlie, I don't even know what to say. It was, it was almost like the chargers defense had gone out there and was trying to make a statement like, look, all right, we're going to go and get him fired. I mean, everyone, it, they were truthfully, there was zero effort, dude. Zero. I mean, it was yeah. embarrassing football. Mm -hmm. um, Raiders literally had their way. They Whatever they wanted to do, they did. They The Raiders went from losing a 3 nothing game to putting up 62. Mm -hmm. I mean, just unbelievable. I mean, that yeah. Uh, I will say, I believe, as of right now, this is the most attractive coaching job. 
Okay. I don't think you're wrong. I think it might be the most attractive coaching job. Probably not the most attractive GM job. Because they got a lot of money tied into a lot of people who are old and not on the field at all times. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Khalil Mack, and Joey Bosa is a majority of their cap space right now going into next year. Derwin James. Derwin James and like all of these guys. Obviously, Mike Williams done for the year with a knee injury. Keenan Allen getting older. Not normally good for a wide receiver. Yep. Uh, Khalil Mack, although he has had a good year, still costing them a ton of money. Oh, yeah. And then you have Joey Bosa, who also costs them more money than Khalil Mack and, and has, has less not, production than and that, Khalil Mack. Well, he's not played a full season, I don't think, his entire career. Yeah. Right. Maybe ex- outside of his rookie year when he was D-Roy. Right. Um, so, <clears throat> Chargers got some stuff to figure out. Yep. And it's not going to get any better. Uh, Justin Herbert out for the year with a finger injury. Yep. So... You know, it's something to just, you know, I think the Chargers are done for. I'd be surprised if they win another game this year. Um, this does not feel like necessarily a team that's going to bounce back with the interim coach type correct. of thing. Correct. I mean, the season's lost, all that. and So, interesting point that you bring that up. You know who was not named the interim head coach? Kellen Moore. That doesn't surprise me in the slightest. I know it doesn't surprise us, but it should say something, right? Yes. That, like, he is not. Either A, he's not ready, or B, the Chargers see something that they don't like. Well, look, dude. Their offense has not been the problem until... Now, their defense was very much the problem this year, but the offense compounded that. Right? I mean, they, they their offense got significantly worse this year than they were the past two years. I agree. So, um, and frankly, that's a head coach GM problem that, that you yeah. hired him. On the, you were so excited about getting him. Yeah. Well, there was a reason why he left Dallas. That's right. That's right. After there's a reason years. why Dallas has done a much better job offensively yes. this year. I mean, so. yeah. But, you know, hindsight. That's right. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. Uh, Saturday, we had the Vikings at the Bengals. Ended up being kind of a crazy game. But sorry, um, one more thing. There are still people on the radio that have head coach openings they, that are fans of teams that have head coach openings that are thinking that Kellen Moore is a good idea to bring in. It's like... Do you are you not Who? seeing name? Um, I think the Bears, a Bears fan. They they don't necessarily have a head coach opening right now, but oh, you know what? They he was actually talking about getting rid of Luke Getzey, the offensive uh, coordinator for the Bears, and bringing in Kellen Moore. Jeez. And I do think someone else mentioned maybe the Raiders, a Raiders fan mentioned the possibility of Kellen Moore. Oof. I mean, it's like, dude, pay attention. Yeah. Look yeah. at what is happening. Yeah. They're they're also they have come out and said that they are going to give Austin Eckler less touches and bring mm-hmm. these other guys up. Yep. Joshua Kelly's first touch last week fumble. Yeah. I mean it's just anyways. Yeah. Chargers are a dumpster fire. Yeah. And somehow Kellen Moore is just like scooting by unscathed. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. We had the Vikings at the Bengals. What ended up being a, a pretty good game here. Um, Jake yeah. Browning had a good game. Nick Mullins actually had a decent game here. Uh, ends up coming down to what was a game-winning field goal, basically. Um, but that you know, this was two teams with two backup quarterbacks that were that are both in the playoff that are hunt. both in the playoff hunt and fighting majority with their defense to stay in that playoff hunt. Yep. Um, 
They are both, if the playoffs start today, they are both in. So, I don't really know much to say about this game because I, I just watched this game in Oz. Jordan Addison got 31 points. Well, it looks like it was the right call to go to Nick Mullins. Yeah. Um, yeah. A better call. Although, you could argue he was throwing hospital passes and balls oh, for yeah. grabs. And it ended that's that's kind of his favorite pass, dude. It's a hospital pass. Hey, dude, it ended up just working out for him this week. But I don't see that consistently being a winning strategy for him moving forward. No. Um, but either way, it was a good game. Jake Brown and got revenge on the team that cut him three times. Yep. Had a fiery response after they kicked the game-winning field goal. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff for Jake Browning. Sure. Anything else? Jamar Chase is out, I mm. believe, this week. Yeah. It seems like they were running more MRI tests. It seems like that collarbone separated shoulder. Yeah, it's an AC joint sprain. Kind of deal. Yeah. So yeah, it's a separated very shoulder. unsure about what he might look like moving forward, but obviously not Dr. helpful. Dr. David Chow said he will be able to play, but... This week? Well, he said that he... Like, what could play this week? Sure, but it's not going to get better if he does. Mm. So and you know, so it's kind of that, and it, it makes a lot. I think they, but I think they have come out and said that he's going to sit this week, or he's doubtful. Yeah, um, which is s- smart. Yeah, I mean, if you you know, two weeks you have on enough that, good wide receivers if you're the Bengals to get to get by one game. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Chuck. Let's move on here. We had the Steelers at the Colts. Um, you you know you want to talk about dumpster fires and like the Steelers are are one. You know I just Mitch is so bad. Yeah, I was honestly shocked that it took them this long in the game. I mean Mitch got pulled, but he didn't get pulled until about five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah, like I love Mike Tomlin and I would definitely take him as my head coach. But I think his fault is starting to show that he is too loyal to these guys. He's he's too loyal to the guys that don't need the like Mitch should have been pulled at halftime. Really, right? He should have been pulled at halftime. Well, I do think that his loyalty has paid off in other respects. But yeah, I mean, when it's your backup quarterback and you're fighting for a playoff spot, yeah, you got to pull the plug. Yeah, dude, put the other guy in. Yeah. Get someone you, else. You need a spark. You yep. know, it's like pulling your goalie in hockey. You need a spark. Uh, I, you know, it's just this was a, a game that Gardner Minshew looked phenomenal in for whatever reason. Has your punter run any fake, fake punt pass plays in practice? Then throw him in there, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, uh, there were a lot of question marks from this game from the Steelers. Najee looked okay. Jalen Warren looked okay, but that's about it. George Pickens. Just looks like a diva before he's even made it to, you know, wide receiver one status. You know, saying that he didn't want to get rolled up on because so that he wasn't blocking for some of his uh, uh, running backs going down the hill. And to a certain extent, I can understand that. But like, there is, there's no fame in that. You know, you're not showing anything on tape that people really want to see. And and honestly, Charlie, I'm I'm worried about George Pickens because I'm starting to see the writing on the wall that he may not be a Stealer for very long. No, he may not be a Stealer for. very He's long. gonna have to turn. He's gonna be in Tomlin's doghouse. I feel like, and then the, it's like the Ayuk situation with Shanahan. Ayuk's second year in the league. I Even think, though this is his second year in the league. 
Yeah, no, Ayuk, but Ayuk's first yeah. year Debo was hurt, and so he had all the glory. Mm. And then the second year, he didn't want to put in the work. And but anyways, that's the only way they're gonna pull him out of this. Yeah. Um, and him and Pickett have a good connection when Pickett is in. So. Do we know if Kenny's coming back this week? Don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. No, no, no. Mason Rudolph is starting. Mason is starting? Yeah. Mm, okay. So, maybe. Um, but, Charlie, Gardner Minshew looked really good in this game. It, I don't know if it was because the Steelers made him look really good or what. Um, no, def- he didn't. You know, they it was, it was tough to watch. The Steelers looked bad on all three fronts, offense, defense, and special teams. Um, and the Colts got a win. Yep. A much-needed one in that division race. That's right. Anything else? Nope. All right, Broncos-Lions. Uh, I really thought this would be a much better game than it was. I'm really yeah. really shocked with how bad the Broncos' defense was in this game. I'm not shocked by how well the Lions' offense was able to run the ball. Um, it just, again, it was more shocked about the Broncos' defense. It, you know, I heard, like, the Broncos in the last, like, three or four weeks had been leading the league in turnovers. They didn't get a single one in this game. So it was like, if they weren't going to get the turnovers, then they weren't going to you know, be able to play effective defense. And the Lions looked rejuvenated. Their defense looked rejuvenated. They were able to get after Russell. Uh, was holding the Broncos offense in check for majority of the night. Um, I'm, I'm backing off of the Lions fraud talk for now. Would you they, agree? They, they showed. They showed much better. Yes. Yeah. Against a good team. Against a, a arguably playoff team. Yep. Anything else there? Um, I'm, I'm curious. About Sean Payton yelling at Russell Wilson at the end. Does it matter? Uh, matter? That was that was crazy. Weird, he was right? Ripping him, dude. Yeah, yeah, on national television. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think Russell's the quarterback next year for the Broncos? Yes, you do. They've got too much money in him, and he's not very tradable right now. I don't think. Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like if there is a way, they would find one. Because they're going to sure have a Russell, high draft. Pick. I'm sure Russell would be willing to restructure his contract. Yeah, give it if he was traded somewhere. Of his and choosing. and I wouldn't be surprised if they drafted a quarterback as well. Yeah, I yeah that wouldn't surprise me at all. I agree but with that. The the leaps and bounds of difference Russell has made from week one. Of this, I mean, definitely from last year. Do you year think to this it's year. Russell though? Because I kind of think it's just Sean Payton calling plays that fit Russell better. Whereas in the beginning of the season, Sean Payton was calling his offense. And now it just seems like Sean Payton is just calling plays to give Russell a chance to do what Russell does best, which is escape the pocket and play backyard football. See, I think that Sean Payton was always willing to cater this offense to Russell Wilson because when he was hot, he had an interview shortly after he was hired, and he said he went back and watched every single touchdown pass Russell Wilson has thrown and wanted to be able to work with that. Right, but that what did he say Russell's strength was? Escaping the pocket. It, it, was, it was the off-schedule throws. Right. And um, so I think that he wanted Russell to do that and give him plays. I think it more was Russell getting comfortable in the system. Everyone – Everyone on the Broncos buying in, and that's when they had the turnaround. That's mm. and that's just you know opinion and. But I do think that they will have Russell will be the quarterback next year. Yeah, with uh, rookie waiting in the wings. I don't know that I see that anymore. 
Okay. I just don't know that I see that anymore. Uh, but good, good on the Lions. Broncos uh, lose a game that they could have won, and to prove to themselves and maybe the league that they deserve a playoff spot. So TBD on the Broncos. Good on the Lions. Anything else? Nope. All right. Let's move on here. Sunday games. We had Falcons at the Panthers. This was an absolute torrential downpour. Nine uh, seven was the final score. Panthers do get their second win of the season, Charlie. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily need to talk about the Panthers because they are what they are. We all know that they're a dumpster fire. Um, do you think Arthur Smith lasts for the rest of this? Do you think Arthur Smith is the head coach of the Falcons next year? Mm. So Arthur Blank came out and said, uh, we are committed to Arthur um, Smith. I'm sorry, Arthur Blank. Yeah, yeah you said, said it right. we, okay. We are committed to Arthur Smith for the remainder of the season. He didn't say <laughs> remainder of the season, but he he allude. Yeah, he yeah. basically said remainder of the season. He said he you said know, he's going to let the season play out. Yeah, so he he said we are committed to Arthur Smith. We'll you know we got three more games. We're going to let the season play out and go from there. Is and what like, he said. I I I think that they should keep Arthur Smith because I I don't know that. Arthur has been judged correctly only because now if you want to get on him for the Bijan Robinson talk, like go do it because I am all for it. But like Desmond Ritter's a fraud. Des- Desmond Ritter is the issue with this offense right now. Well, he did draft Desmond Ritter. He did. He did. But, but that's also, also third, the GM. Yeah, and that's a third. You know, third it was round kind pick. Of a, yeah, not not a not like a huge investment. Right. And, um, they'll be drafting a quarterback. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. Tell me. Kirk Cousins to the Falcons. Interesting. Play action heavy. You know, plays at Tennessee style. On schedule throws. Would have a decent enough pocket with that offensive line. And you have great running backs, obviously, in Algier and Bijan. You have a stud wide receiver. Well, what looks like a stud wide receiver. And a reliable tight end if they ever found a way to utilize Kyle Pitts correctly. Yep. I, I just... Atlanta is one of those destinations that I could see Kirk Cousins going to. I really could. Staying indoors? Yeah, exactly. Except for when it's nice out? I mean, like I said, in my opinion, I think it would be a perfect match for Kirk. And I think Arthur Blank would like that a lot. He'd probably um, pay him big. Yeah, I think so. All right, anything else about here? I mean, I don't don't really want to talk about the Panthers. The Panthers get the second overall win. It doesn't change anything because they're still the first overall pick. That's going to go to the Bears. Um, it's a good confidence boost. It, the only thing, okay, I'll give you that. The only thing that you could give credit for was Bryce Young marching about 90 yards down for the inside the 10-yard line to soak up time for the game-winning field goal. Yeah, I thought it was a great last drive. In a torrential downpour. One thing to keep in mind, John Domingos looked good. Looked solid. In the past. Not good. Four, or, five, solid week, in the four past, or five weeks, right? The past four weeks, yeah. he is starting to look much better. And that's a sigh of relief, I feel like. It's like, okay, we're starting to see some progress. kind of curious to see if it's more play calling towards what he does better or if he is actually progressing. I don't. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. But something to keep an eye on. Yep. He may not be a uh, lost cause. All right, Charlie, Jets, Dolphins. I don't know what to say here, buddy. Uh, I'm a little surprised. Are the Dolphins frauds? Oh, because we were saying maybe they were before? Yeah. Ah. Uh, you know what I mean? 
Like, are we asking? The, is the is the seat getting hotter? Not for Mike McDaniel, but just for the Dolphins. Like, obviously, Mike McDaniel's is a good coach, but like, what is up with the Dolphins? Well, I think um, I'm I'm a little confused by your question. Honestly, okay, because they won thirty to nothing. They did, um, and they looked good doing it. They showed that they you, could do it without thought- Tyreek Hill. Mm. against a yeah. very good passing defense, and they torched them. So I guess that's – yeah, okay. All right. No, I, I get it. I get it. And a divisional and, game, so, you know. Yeah. But another team that's, like, bottom of the league. Yeah. Like, so it's But like, their defense isn't. And their defense plays with a lot of pride. And it was – I found it very surprising. Um, I mean, I picked the Jets for some of my DraftKings. Lineups because I thought that they were going to be able to make to his life hell. Yeah. No Tyreek. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't even say that I was impressed with the Dolphins defense here just because I wasn't. I mean, the Jets offense. Right, is, right. Is sure. Literally the sure. Last I'm fine the with league. that. I'm fine but with I that. I just, I don't know. Like, I, I, do we feel any better about the Dolphins not being or being frauds? Like, do, like, do we have our answer yet? No, we'll get it this week. You think so? Yeah, they're playing a good team. They're, the thing is, they can't beat good teams. Yeah, yeah. I have lots of reasons why they will lose this game, and I have lots of reasons why they'll win this game. And I'm excited. It's a, this game is very intriguing to me that coming up, and we, we'll talk about it when we get there. Okay. Anything else here? Nope. All right. Uh, Texans at the Titans, Charlie. Um, you know, I, without C.J. Stroud, this is, just, this is just a not good Texans team. Would you agree? They won. It was all right. So honestly, Bryce, I had pulled out all of my Texans players until I heard on Sunday that Case Keenum would be starting over Davis Mills. Yeah, and I plugged Noah Brown Wait, back they in. They won this game. The Texans won this game. Really? At the end, Case oh. Keenum pulled it off. I don't remember that. Case Keenum pulled ti- this. I really thought the Titans. The won Titans game. were winning the entire time, and Case Keenum pulled it off. Wow, I don't. I do not remember that. I do not remember that. It was a whirlwind of a weekend for football. Yeah, but wow, Noah Brown became relevant again without Nico Collins. Case Keenum did what he needed to do to get the win. That was a savvy call on D'Amico Ryan's part to go with a veteran who's been in big games, has won big games. Um, I liked Case Keenum because that's where he went to college. Like, this is his hometown. Uh, not Tennessee. I mean, they were playing in Nashville, but, like, this team. He went to Houston, University of Houston. I, it just, to me, it seemed like I, I trusted Case Keenum a lot more. And he pulled it off. It was pretty, it was a really good, gutty win by the Houston Texans when they needed it. And they're right in the thick of it. They're this eight seed right now. So they're on the outside looking in in a tough division. Really unfortunate that C.J. Stroud looks like he's going to be out. But it was an, a good win by them and knocked Tennessee out of playoff. They uh, mathematically eliminated Tennessee. All right, so let's ask the better question here. Tennessee Titans go into this game. And, Charlie, they wear the Houston Oilers uniforms in Houston playing the Houston Texans. They were home. 
It was in Nashville. It was in Nashville. Damn, I really don't remember this game then. I really don't. I they, remember they, they were wearing the uniforms, yeah. playing the Houston Texans. So they were the franchise who moved out of Houston and then playing the Houston, the new Houston franchise. Should and I want to hear your opinion on this because my immediate thought goes to a different sport with a different team. Okay, I got you. Should teams be allowed to wear? Like, should the Titans be able to get away with wearing Houston Oilers jerseys still? So, did the owner of the Houston Oilers move the team to Nashville? Yes. That owner owns that brand, in my opinion. Even though Houston has a new NFL team. Completely different ownership. I mean, yeah, completely different stadium. I mean, it's yeah. I think I think the Titans own the Houston Oilers franchise. So, as a fan of the NFL, do you think the Tennessee Titans should be able to get away with continuing to rock the Houston Oilers jerseys? Yes. And they are, and they are badass. They are sick looking. Yeah, they are sick. They are bad, and I love that logo, dude. I mean, I do too. I it just you know obviously I I wish. It's sick. And the Oilers doesn't make sense in Tennessee, but, I mean, yeah. It is cool looking. Yep. So my thought immediately goes to the Hurricanes. Okay, see, I was going to say you're going to have to pull the bring back the buzz. Oh, for the Bobcats? When Yeah, Mm. when um, the Hornets went to New Orleans. Right. And they had a fight for years to get the Hornets back. And I don't know how they did that. They first changed it to... You know, when Charlotte Hornets left, they went to, it was the New Orleans. New Orleans Hornets. Hornets. And then they changed to the New Orleans Pelicans, and then Charlotte rechanged their name from Charlotte Bobcats back well, because, to the Charlotte Hornets. Because Charlotte, they must have paid, Michael Jordan must have paid a lot of money to get the Hornets name back. Probably. And then the New Orleans had to change. Yeah. Now, and if I remember it correctly, which I could be totally wrong, when the Hornets left, there was not a team in Charlotte. Then they brought a team back to Charlotte, which was the Bobcats. Correct. Okay. And so, if the if um, what's his name, the owner of the Texans, McNair, if McNair wants to pay Tennessee for the rights to the Oilers, go. Then you know it's all yours. Mm. But until. He wants to do that, which, spoiler, he is not going to want to pay the money for it. I, yeah. I can almost guarantee it. Yeah. Uh, but until he does that, I think it's, I think it should be Tennessee's. Mm. Mm. They are badass uniforms with they a badass are. logo. Yeah, they are. They are. Mm. Iconic. Yeah. All right, let's uh, keep it rolling here, Chuck. Uh, next game, we had Bucks at the Packers. Um, but it was. I found it. Honestly, fucking awesome that the Titans wore it against, against Houston. Houston. Yeah, and then they lost, which sucks. Right. But but even uh, Mike Vrabel came out wearing the Buddy Ryan five gallon cowboy hat. Yeah, it was good stuff. I thought it was awesome. All right, Bucks Packers, Green Bay, who had been previously undefeated in the month of December, Charlie f- suffers their first. Loss in December in quite some time. Two, Baker Mayf- 
Oh, they had been undefeated in, in Lambo. In Lambo. In Lambo. Okay, because I was about to say they lost last week too. Right in Lambo. Yeah, for quite some time. And they were undefeated in December for quite some time until last week. Right. And Baker is the first quarterback ever to have a perfect passer rating in Lambeau. Wow. You know what was crazy? It didn't look cold there. It didn't look cold. I was really expecting the Bucks to not do well in this game because I really thought it would be a lot colder. It didn't look that cold. I don't know how. I don't know what it. Uh, what the actual temperature was. I don't know either. But I'm sure it was cold. Yeah, I'm sure it was, but it didn't look that cold. I was expecting it to be, you know, you could see the frozen? breath. Yeah. You know, frozen tundra, full on. It but didn't dude, look that but cold. But, dude, the way the cameras are now, you can't even see rain when it's raining. Well. You know what I mean? You can see it at the Panthers game. Well, that was, yeah. Yeah, it was a I mean, yeah, it was, it yeah. was a mess yeah. all throughout North Carolina. True. Um, so, couple questions here. What do you say about the Packers? I mean, the pa- everyone got really high on them, and now they're trending in the wrong direction. I mean that it's Jordan. Lo- I mean Jordan Love didn't play a bad game, right? Um, so it's not on him. Their defense looked bad. The Packers' yeah. defense looked this, bad. Yeah, they they looked really bad. Yeah, um, they did. Um, do you think Baker Mayfield's the quarterback in Tampa next year? Um, if he wins the division and no, 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 right now, hold on a second. If he wins the division and keeps playing the way he has, he's going to have a very strong case to be the quarterback next year. Well, sure he would obviously, but I want you to tell me right now. Do you think, why do I have to tell you right now? Based on this game? Yeah. He's a quarterback next year. You think so? Based on this game. But I know what I mean. What I really think is wait and see if he pulls, if he finishes, what happens if they don't win the division? I mean, frankly, right now, I trust him more than any other quarterback in the division. Well, if you I trust ask, him more than Kyle Trask, I know that. Yeah, that too. Do I think they draft? This is a very quarterback deep, rich draft. So, do I think they draft quarterback? Probably, unless they want to get in on the Kirk Cousins sweepstakes or something. They could. Um. But yeah, I mean, I I don't see why Baker. I mean, the way he's been playing the past month, I would say, maybe not quite that long, but he's winning them games. He is, he is driving this engine, I think, right now. Like this push in the to the playoffs. He's gonna be. He's gonna have a better record than Tom Brady's playoff team last year. Do you, who do you think wins the NFC South? The Buccaneers. Okay. All right. All right. Um. Anything else about this game? Although I don't know the rest. I don't know theirs and the Saints' schedule coming up. But mm. I do think it's Tampa Bay. And there it's, I would be – not that I would be necessarily, like, terrified of either team, but I would be more worried about playing Tampa Bay in the playoffs than playing the Saints. Fair. Fair. Anything else? Rashad White continues – to do his thing. Yeah. He's had a productive year. Yeah. Not necessarily on the ground, but through the air. But the past two weeks, he has ran the ball well. Yes. Yeah. And I would say the Buccaneers have figured out the running game, started to a little bit. Mm. Maybe, th- maybe, maybe, thanks, maybe thanks to the Packers' defense That's there. Right. But. All right, Charlie, let's move on here. Giants, Saints. Uh, Tommy Cutlets gets another win. 
No, sorry. The Saints won this game. I yeah. am all over the place. I'm sorry. It's been a long week. My brain is melted. Um, I thought the Giants would win this game. They I did, did not. I did think. They looked bad. We both picked the Giants. Yeah. Woof. Do you know, so I sent you this graphic the other day. So Tommy DeVito has officially played five games, right? You know how many times Tommy DeVito has been sacked? No. 35 Oh, times. yes. Do you know where that puts him among league leaders? It's like top six or something like he that. He is the fifth quarterback. Like fifth most sacked fifth quarterback? Fifth most sacked quarterback, and he has only played five games. Well, I saw another interesting stat that very much it says a lot about something here. So John Feliciano is right now a guard for the 49ers. He was the center for the Giants last year. Last year, PFF graded him out to like 54.5. We moved him to guard, and he's grading out at like 85 Mm. PFF. So the problem is offensive line coaching at the – with the New York Giants, it sounds like that. I've read a little bit more about that article, and it was. It sounds like there's a major development problem mm. in, with the offensive line coaching in, in New York. So maybe they can address that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd probably rather play behind the Jets O line than the Giants. Wow, that says something, right? Yeah. There. Um. So yeah, Charlie Saints get a win, uh, even without Chris Olave. Uh, Jawan Johnson and Jimmy Graham, uh, they heavily leaned on their tight ends here uh, and Alvin Kamara to make the plays when they needed them the most. Um, even Taysom Hill didn't have that great of a game where I thought he might be a little bit more involved than usual, but uh, wasn't. They used a lot of tight ends, uh, two tight end sets, and uh, ended up having a lot of success with that. So, um, yeah, other than that, um, Saquon Barkley, probably, probably the reason why I lost my fantasy matchups. Probably. If I had to point the finger at anyone, I would probably argue it's probably Saquon. Saquon. Yeah. Anything else there? Uh, nah. Okay. Bears at the Browns. Charlie, what ended up being a really good game here, um, Bears were up by 17 points. Did the Bears win this game? No, they did not. <laughs> no, sorry. They were up by 10 points. They were up by 10 points. Um, didn't matter. Still didn't win the game. Um, couple points of emphasis here that I'd like to talk about though. Browns get the win. Joe Flacco ends up with two touchdowns over 350 passing yards, but he also had three interceptions on the day, including a pick six, including a pick six. Is that just what we're going to live through with the Browns moving forward? Luckily, their defense is good enough to overcome some of that. Yeah. I mean, if you're in a two QB league, I'd probably be starting Joe Flacco at this point as a, as a, a second quarterback or a super flex. I might start Joe Flacco. I mean, if it's him or Justin Fields, you might want to start Joe Flacco. I wish I would have done that. I wouldn't have known. You know, one would think, well, maybe Justin Fields will be escaping the pocket and will get a little bit more rushing yardage. The way you played it, dude, you had three quarterbacks. The way you played it, I, I probably you couldn't have done it any worse. I know, but I probably probably would have played it the same way. I mean, you couldn't do it any worse. Yeah, Jared Goff ends up. Jared Goff, Joe Flacco, and Justin Fields. I started Justin Fields. He literally scored the least amount of points. It was. 
Jared Goff, Joe Flacco, Justin Fields. And who did I start? Of course, I started Justin Fields. Yeah, unfortunate. So, um, but overall, Browns doing pretty well. If they continue this, it looks like they could have a very, uh, very nice little path to the playoffs here. Um, Dude, they're nine and five. Like yeah, they, yeah, I mean, they have a shot at the division if with some help from the Ravens losing. Do we think Justin Fields is the starting quarterback next year for the Bears? I know I keep asking you a bunch of these yeah. questions, yeah, but we're this, getting to the witching hour. Well, I feel of like this we've season. had we've had this conversation about Fields a couple of times, and right? But it feels like still, this is the year. The answer is still yes. He will start the season next year as the starting quarterback. Well, I know that his wide receivers, at least, were very heavy on vouching for him. So you can appreciate that. But, Charlie, what I want to finish talking about here is, did you see the Hail Mary for this game? Yeah. Maybe, they get, maybe Mooney they get rid of Darnell Mooney. Sure, I'm pretty sure my daughter Daisy could have caught that, dude. She was on, on, her, on her back. If the ball fell in her stomach... She would probably hold on to it. I saw like a picture instead of fucking punting it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like what the hell yeah. was that? I, I saw a picture, and it was a really bad screenshot because it was just like a perfect in picture in time, which looked like Darnell Mooney was laying on his back and had the ball completely secured for the touchdown, and the picture said. Crazy how this ended up as an interception. Because literally in the picture, it looks like Darnell Mooney is just chilling on his back with the football. Boom, Bears win the field. Bears win the game. And yet, somehow, someway, Darnell Mooney managed to fuck that up and kick the ball into the air for an interception when he was laying on his back in the end zone with the ball. Football's crazy, dude. Football is fucking wild, man. I tell you. <laughs> I tell you, Charlie. All right, let's move on here. Uh, <clears throat> Chiefs at the Patriots. Uh, Taylor Swift was at this game, uh, and that might have been the most exciting part about this, besides the fact that Rasheed Rice is a legitimate wide receiver at this point. Yep. He's he been wide receiver three over the course of the last four weeks. Um, Overall, he's been the third best fantasy wide receiver the last three or four weeks. I found it a little exciting, honestly, that the Patriots had the lead like late into the first half. I was like, "Damn, th- yeah, this could." Uh, I mean, it was like ten seven, but still, are, they, are the Chiefs frauds? I don't think they're frauds. I think it's clear everyone knows that their wide receivers are ass. Yeah, yeah. Besides Rishi Rice, obviously. and their defense is trending downward. Yeah. They right were now. much better against the run, but Zeke had a decent day on the ground. No Ramondre here, but Zeke had a decent day. And just overall, their wide receivers for the Patriots weren't great here, but they were enough to be effective over the course of the game. Enough that this wasn't the blowout that everyone right. expected. Right. No. All right, anything else? Nah. All right, Charlie, Niners, Cardinals, what do you got? Besides the fact that Christian McCaffrey just absolutely dominated this game from start to finish. Uh, the fact that we gave up the most rushing yards since 2017. How many? 230? You did call it, though. To your credit, you did call I, it. It was not all James, James Conner. Conner, no. But, um, but you did call. That we, we were going to have problems. That, yeah, we had had that conversation that there were a couple of your D-linemen who were not going to play in this game, and therefore there might be some holes where they're not normally holes. Yep. And, and you were right. Our two in best interior, I mean, 
It was Eric Armstead and Javon Hargrave, and man, what a difference. Yeah. Um, luckily, we still put up 45, but that was also the most points we've given up all year. Mm. 29 points. Now, the Cardinals look bad. I mean, they're, they're wide their receivers last, are Their trash. last touchdown was against our second stringers, but still, like, mm. um, um, Mooney Ward, our corner, he's been working on getting interception. He's, he's like the pass breakup king, but he always swats the ball because he can't catch. And I guess he had Sam Darnold throwing him balls mm. for him to run through the pass. And Sam Darnold throws a – a rocket. He's got a strong arm, and so he was throwing hard passes. He ended up with a pick six and another interception. He ended up with two interceptions this game. Nice. Yep. Nice. All right, so better question here, though. If you could only pick one, who gets the MVP, Christian or Brock? Um, who do I think no, deserves no, no. it more, or who do I th- – Gut. Want to get it gut. or gut? Yeah, I'm not going to answer that question. What, is, what do you mean gut? Like who? What is your I gut think will win? You? What does your gut tell you? Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey, MVP of the league? As in, like, see, gut. It's like who do I like based on the award that mostly quarterbacks. If you could win only it. vote for one. If in I could, your, in your opinion, who do you think should win, Brock or Christian? I think we have a better chance of winning. Like, if one of those guys was out, Christian McCaffrey or Brock Purdy, I think we have a better chance of winning if Brock Purdy is in. Fair. So, Brock. I guess. I mean, it's tough to say. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't want either of them to fucking win. (laughs) Frankly, I really don't. Like... And because I like it when Brock has something to prove, yeah. which he constantly will have something to prove. But if he wins MVP this early on, I mean, I don't think that's his style to be like, dude, I'm the fucking man. But um, I mean, the fact that college kids are still getting paid more than Brock Purdy is and Brock Purdy is legitimately in the conversation for the NFL MVP. Yeah. Pretty crazy. It is. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Well. I would love to see what Brock Purdy makes after taxes. Well, before taxes, it's like his salary is $900,000. Before taxes? Yeah. I, I thought that was after taxes. No, he's a seventh-round draft pick. He's so on then, a rookie contract. So then how much do you think he makes after taxes then? Like like three hundred? No, nah, like five to six. Probably about because like forty to fifty percent. That's probably not far off. Well, probably not far off like the average median around here. You know what I mean? Average Maybe. household income around here. Uh, I don't Apex, think. I don't think. Gary? I don't think average. Not far off the average median income. I think. I think the average is a little lower than that. In Apex. Yeah. Yeah, I do. How much lower? Well, I, okay. I can, right. I can, I can Google it's it. Semant- no, no, no. It's semantics. Okay, it doesn't really matter. It's probably like, um, all right. So uh, it's, it's probably crazy. like seventy thousand, dude. The median income of an apex. No, I would say it's way more than that. I'm, well, I'm gonna Google it. That's, I really don't. I don't think it's that far off. 
All right. Uh, Rams, Commanders. 54,000 in 2020, dude. In Apex. I, I find that- oh, that's median income. So maybe not household income. So call it 110,000. Not even. That's before taxes. I find that really hard to believe. I really find that hard to believe. I don't. Have you seen the house prices in Apex? Yeah, but if you... I mean... Yeah. But people... Yeah, I mean, don't... You're, you're overthinking it. <laughs> you know so- how many fucking people live in Apex? A lot. And you know how big Apex is? It's kind of big. Huge. And so there's a lot of those outskirts. There's a lot of people working in RTP in Apex. You know how many low-income housing there is? In Apex? Not like tech- not that many. Not like government low-income. but Not like- that many. Not anymore. They're... Carrie? I'm just saying, I like, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise well, me. Well, I, I mean, the, the Google just told me what it was, I mean, three years ago, but still. All right, let's move on to Commanders at the Rams. Um, you know, I don't know what to say. I, you know, this is another one where it's like, we kind of expected Sean uh, McVay to come out and have a competitive team. Well, they did more than that. They came out and they kind of kicked the Commanders' ass a little bit. Um Commanders are just not good, and the Rams are feisty. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, the Rams, you know, I think the Rams are straight up good right now. You do? Yeah, that's a team. I'm. I mean, we, so we played them last week of the year. Yeah. So the, all the all the games in Week 18, the time is to be determined. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if that game is a prime time game because game of the week could be. Um, it's just, I mean, the Rams are going to be, they're right now in the seven seed. Yeah. They might need to win out. In order to get in? To stay in, yeah. yeah. Um, unless they get help. But it's, the, their offense is freaking rolling yeah. right now. Yeah. Kyron looks good. Puka looks good. It didn't look great in this game, but Cooper Cup damn sure did. Sam Howell damn sure didn't. Yeah. But, I mean, on the commander side, how was Cooper Cup that wide open <laughs> down the fucking sideline, Every dude? Every time. Every time it seemed like he was that wide open. I don't know. I, uh, it's, it's a good question. I don't know. Ron Rivera's definitely gone after this year. I know that. Yep. All right, Charlie, let's talk about another game that kind of flabbergasted me here. Cowboys at the Bills. Uh, I don't know if it was just the cold or whatnot, but Charlie, the Cowboys just didn't even show up. Do you know the Cowboys' record on the road? No, they're three and four. Mm. They're undefeated at home. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean, could see it. I am so. This game made me so impressed with Joe Brady because he decided. This week, you know what? We're gonna feature a guy. This is gonna be a James Cook week, who's never been. A, he's never had a game with twenty more than twenty carries, or or even twenty carries. Mm-hmm. And he just freaking. You know how many times Josh Allen threw the ball? I don't know how many times. I know his passing yardage for the game, but I don't know how many. times. What was he his threw. yardage? He threw for ninety-seven yards this game. He was seven of fifteen. Wow. He threw the ball 15 times. That and is what, f- and what's been our, our criticism of the bills for the last three years. That is what makes me so impressed. It's just like, and you know, all my stuff about James cook, like, yeah, 
sure, he could be a great running back. It doesn't matter. It's the Bills' offense. They're not going to run it. Yeah. And Joe Brady's like, yeah, well, that's what everyone else thinks, and we're going to freaking run it down the Cowboys' throat. And they did, and they did it very well. It was. I think they gave a blueprint for how to beat the Cowboys. Not only do you have to be on the road, but you can run the, against the Cowboys if you run it right down their throat. The Niners did the same thing, and I mean, I I don't know, Joe. Br- that was a very impressive game plan. This is the first time Josh Allen has started a game and played the whole game that he's only thrown 15 passes. Mm. He did, did you see his quote after the game? Uh-uh. He said uh, he feels like the, the student who did nothing on a group project and got an A. <laughs> it's the first time, that, first time he's had to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's always put in superhero mode. and Yeah. The what's kind of scary about it is that the Bills just told everyone, "Oh yeah, we can do it other ways too." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And their defense looked very good too. Their secondary looked good. Yep. Um, you know, against a very formidable pass um, offense. Pass offense. So I, you know, o- overall, very impressed with the Bills win. Very impressed with the Bills win. Disappointed with how poorly the Cowboys played, especially Dak, especially when it comes to fantasy. But well, it's not that. I mean, Dak didn't like play that poorly necessarily. Fantasy, he did. Fantasy, hell yeah, yeah, he did. But like, it, he didn't have like a shit game where he threw four interceptions or anything. They just kept getting three and out, three and out, three and out. Yep. Or drive start, like drive stoppers. You yeah, know? it was like they just could never get a rhythm, and it was just shocking to me. You have Jake yeah. Ferguson, you have Ceedee Lamb, Brandon Cooks, you have all these other guys, Tony Pollard even coming out of the backfield, and you couldn't get a game plan. To get any of those guys going on a consistent basis, shocking, really. Um, yeah, the, Dallas has problems. They are a very good team, but I mean, it's eh. Buffalo's got some work to do. But Buffalo is right now, I think, one of the scariest teams in the NFL. If they can get squeezed into the playoffs, no one's going to want to play them. That's right. That's right. I mean, they are just freaking rolling right now. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, you know, James Cook ended up uh, probably losing, making me lose one of my other fantasy playoff games uh, because of how dominant of a performance he had. Uh, I knew he would do well, but I just I did not think that he would do this well. Um, so kind of shocking in that sense. But overall, I agree with you. The Bills are – the wagon's rolling, brother. Yeah. Wagon's rolling. So, all right, let's talk about Ram or sorry, Ravens at the Jaguars. Um, you know, kind of an ugly game from both teams. You know, Charlie, I, I know we kind of I sent you this blind resume, and the blind resume had two different players, two very stim- similar stat lines across their first. I love it when games. you send me those. I'm usually pretty good at them. That was pretty good, right? So the first player was Trevor Lawrence. The second player, Dino Daniel, Dong. Daniel Jones. And the fact that Trevor Lawrence and Daniel Jones have very similar stat lines. For their first 48 for games. For their first 48 games. It's a little concerning for Jaguars fans and for Trevor Lawrence. Do you agree? Yes. And, I mean, Trevor Lawrence was part of a historic Passing fire. yards, passer rating, touchdowns, interceptions, Turnovers or just turnovers in general, like kind of concerning for Trevor Lawrence. 
Yeah. When I feel like Trevor Lawrence has less games where you're like, what the fuck, than Dino Dong. Dino Dong does have games where it's like, and I think a lot of those good stats came from last year. They didn't lose many games last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I will the Jags say it does a, seem like it, Trevor makes more plays sporadically where Dino, it's either really good or really bad. Really yeah. good or really bad. Yeah. Where Trevor's a little bit more, more balanced. Steady. Yeah. Um, but still, obviously. And I mean, but, and now the flip side of that, yeah, stats are important to look at and everything like that. They're a great measuring stick. But choose a quarterback. Yeah. It's Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Um, Who's due for a contract after next year. After so after next year is next year. Next his, year's his fourth year. Oh wow. oh Jesus, he's not. Yeah, this is only his third year. Okay, um, we'll probably give him the option, fifth year option. You'd like to think so, and then, and then he'll get his contract. But I don't know. Daniel Jones, forty million per year. Yeah, he did not get his fifth year option. Right, but he got the he got but a, then he, but then a nice little they, extension. Then they, <laughs> they won a playoff game and yeah, yeah. boom. Yeah. So uh Ravens, best team in the AFC? What do you think? Yeah. You think so? I do I mean, honestly, the Bills look but I would I would say the Ravens right now. Uh really tough injury to see. Keaton Mitchell ends up getting uh getting his knee banged up and torn ACL out for the remainder of the year. Which was is, it a torn ACL? Yeah, it's what they confirmed, torn ACL. Okay. Which was shocking because it kind of bent backwards a little bit. So well, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't PCL. see torn ACL. I saw that it was a season. I saw it was season ending, and it was a serious knee injury. I didn't necessarily see the words or the, you know. Yeah. So but, I don't know. It, you know, it's not that the Ravens really ECU ran the ball Pirate. to begin with. Long live Pirates. Um. So something to just consider moving forward, but. All right, Charlie, let's last game here. Monday Night Football, Eagles-Seahawks. What was a relatively low-scoring competitive game until the very last drive of the game. Um, Drew Locke ends up getting the start and playing well enough to get the win. Would you agree? Well enough to get them into a position to have a game-winning drive. Yeah. And so on that game-winning drive. What a drive. 92 yards. 92 yards. James Bradbury, did you see this stat? Mm-mm. James Bradbury targeted eight times, seven receptions, like 70 or 80 yards, and had the game-winning touchdown scored on him. Mm. James Bradbury alone let up seven receptions on the game-winning drive, including the touchdown pass. Meaning oh, all that was on the game-winning drive? Literally, just the Holy game-winning drive. Holy James Bradbury. Meanwhile, they had two rookie cornerbacks that they were rotating in at the two-spot. One reception amongst both of them. One. James Bradbury. Because Slay was out. Yeah. Seven receptions, like 70 or 80 yards, including the game-winning touchdown. On one drive alone. One drive. Dude, I'm I'm happy as hell for Drew Locke. That was really cool. I mean, he was emotional after the game. He was. Oh, there were some stats that I wanted to pull up. I listened to the press conference from Pete Carroll after the game. 
He probably and just talking about the football being played. He used the word beautiful probably 14 times. I heard the word exquisite talking about a catch. Um, he said gorgeous two or three times, and we're all. This is all about football. Yeah, and it was hilarious. I mean, it was. You know, he was just so amped up, and after a four-game losing streak, and then have this big win at home Monday, Monday night. Um, so the to the, stay in the playoff, the Seahawks hunt. streak survives. They continue to beat the Eagles. Yep, Pete Carroll's undefeated against the Eagles. Um, do we? So you know, I, I feel like we've given the Seahawks their fair due. They're still in the playoffs. There's a lot to be written about the Seahawks, but like, what? They're outside looking in, but they you know are, what I mean. They yeah. have a chance at the playoffs yep. moving forward. Um, let's talk about the Eagles, though, buddy. What? What's your thoughts? Jalen Hurts did not look good. No, he didn't. And he was sick coming into this game. So And it was not great conditions to be outside when you're sick. So it comes down to obviously the whole entire game, and there's way more than just one play. But it could come down. That's how football is. It could come down to one play. So the last play of the game, Jalen Hurts drops back. Right in front of him is a wide open Kenneth Gainwell for arguably 10, 15 yard, maybe 12 yard gain to set them up for a field goal. Yet, what does Jalen Hurts do? He takes a deep shot to A.J. Brown in double coverage. Ball gets intercepted. Game over. Eagles lose the game. So, like, Jalen's got a lot of turnovers this year. Is he trying too hard? Do we still believe in Jalen Hurts? Like, what is it about the Eagles that has caused them to go on this three or four game just dud streak? So Jalen Hurts called out, I mean, he included himself, but his teammates' commitment in the post-game press conference. Leading up to this week, the Eagles had a players-only meeting. So the players called this. They had a players-only meeting specifically to address Jalen's turnovers. Mm. And not just interceptions. A.J. Brown then uh, approached Nick Sirianni about it, and they had practice where Jalen Hurts practiced falling down without losing the ball. I did see that. I didn't hear about all the pre-stuff leading yeah. up to that. So... Um, am I losing faith in Jalen Hurts? Probably not. Yeah. Um, is his team? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts are close friends. They were before. I feel like that goes all the way back to the Super Bowl, right? Where he had that fumble that ended up giving the Chiefs arguably the game-winning touchdown with, you know, the fumble recovery for the touchdown. Jalen Hurts is never going to be on the leaderboard as far as the few, fewest turnovers. He never has been. I mean, um, now, fantasy-wise, he gets a couple rushing touchdowns a game. So, yeah, Which he had two in this game. Yeah. But um, the guy, yeah, I mean, seems like he, he was forcing it a little bit. And he, he just wasn't playing well. He really yeah. wasn't. Yeah. Which, again, he was sick. A.J. So Brown argue... was targeted 10 times, and they really kind of held him in check. Yeah, they did. They did. 
What do you have to say about the Eagles' defense? I want to hear about that. So they end up switching from so, Sean Desai to Matt Patricia as play caller. I feel like they played better under Matt Patricia. You think so? I mean, not like markedly different, but better. And you got the you took an L against a backup quarterback. I mean, they're injured. They're beat up. I just think they're gassed. They, you know, like I don't think James Bradbury's a bad corner. I think he's. I don't think he's got legs. I, you know, they've played a ton of football a and ton. tough, tough football tough games at the past couple of months. And like, I just think like at this point, the Eagles need to rely on their youth in order to get them through these games. Because like, guys they like were James relying Bradley, on like just... J- Jalen Hurts late game heroics yeah. to win games. Mm-hmm. Yep. For about two months before their losing streak. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was against bad teams and good teams. Now they have had the, I believe the toughest schedule in the league. Um, but the way they're playing right now is not inspired. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? Huge win for the Seahawks. All right. And I, first time I will say thank you Seahawks. That's right. For winning. All right, Charlie. Um, game picks, then good week, bad week? Yes. All right. Uh, so, picks, Bryce. Everyone, you, me, and the listeners all went 12-4 and four this week. Good week for all of us. Nice. Um, first time in a while. So, here in a few weeks, Bryce, we're going to be uh, tallying them up. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, we have done in the past where we kind of tally them up midway, but... I think I'm going to surprise you. I, I wouldn't. That doesn't surprise me. It's not. So it wouldn't surprise you it if I surprised surpri- you. Correct. Okay. I think you're closer than what I you, have been in the past. Yeah. I think I'm on it this year. Yeah. Um, Good week, Bryce. Uh, Charlie, it's a good week to be the Buffalo Bills. Uh, yes, it is. More specifically, James Cook had a great game. Uh, obviously a breakout game, you could argue. Um, but the Bills have a dominant win over an NFC contender. Um, obviously an NFC playoff team at this point. Um, so, Charlie, it's a good week to be Buffalo Bills. Um, my good week is also Buffalo. Nice. For the same reasons. Yeah. And I'll add in that they have shown everyone that they can win in other ways besides Josh Allen being superhero. All right, give me your bad week. The entire NFC East. Mm. Now, it doesn't matter as much for the Giants and the Commanders. The Commanders are eliminated. The Giants are not, I don't think. Um, But might as well be. Um, But the Cowboys and the Eagles both lose. They drop a game. They're basically now two games out from... um, getting the number one seed. They're technically only a game back in record, but they have both lost to the number one seed, so they would need to have a game ahead. So, um, bad week to be the NFC East. Fair. Uh, I did have the Eagles, but I did have a backup here. Um, It's bad week to be Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Uh, Feels like, uh, you know, obviously going on concussion protocol towards the end of this game. 
Uh, don't really know if he's going to play this week as well. Um, Trevor does have a good streak of playing in games and kind of toughing through injuries. Um, but obviously, Charlie, cards are stacked against him and feels like there's a lot more media that's getting out there about him and his productivity down in Jacksonville and just as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So, Charlie, bad week to be Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, playoff picture, Bryce. It's getting kind of wild. So the NFC, it's a little more clear, not, but it's still muddy. But there are three teams that have clinched a playoff spot. Despite the, Cow- despite the fact that the Cowboys and Eagles both lost this week, they both clinched mm. a playoff spot um, because of other losses. Um, so the Niners are in the one seed. The Cowboys technically right now are in the two seed. And the Eagles are in the five seed. But the Cowboys and the Eagles have both clinched. Mm. Doesn't mean they've clinched those seeds, those numbers, but they are they have both made the playoffs. The three seed are the Lions. Mm. Four seed Buccaneers. So Niners one, Cowboys two, Lions three, Buccaneers four, Eagles five. Vikings are sixth. The Rams are seventh. So the Buccaneers, now they're winning the division, so they will if they win the division, they'll be the four seed. But Vikings and Rams are both seven and seven, and the five seed is ten and four. So on the bubble, at seven and seven, in the eighth spot are the Seahawks, and the ninth spot are the Saints. Mm. And then after that, the two six and eight teams are the Falcons and the Packers, respectively, at ten and eleven. And then you know it's. The Giants and Bears technically haven't been mathematically eliminated. Right. Um, AFC? The AFC is muddy as all get out, but the the Baltimore Ravens are the only team that have clinched a playoff spot in the AFC. And they are technically, or they are currently the one seed. Two seed are the Dolphins at 10 and four, and the Ravens are 11 and three. So the Dolphins are 10 and four or two. Chiefs at nine and five or three, Jaguars at eight and six or four, the Browns at nine and five are the fifth seed, the Bengals at eight and six, which is crazy with Jake Browning, yeah. are the sixth seed, and then the Colts at eight and six are the seventh seed. Look outside looking in, the eight the eighth seed are the Texans at eight and six. Ninth seed are the Bills at eight and six. Mm. I was wondering where they were. The Steelers have dropped out. They're in the tenth seed. They dropped four spots. They Ooh. were in the six seed. That is crazy. Yeah. And now they're seven and seven in the tenth seed. Broncos at eleven with set uh, or at seven and seven in the eleventh spot. Mm. And then the Raiders and Chargers haven't been mathematically eliminated, but they're down there. So. Um, we've got three teams in the AFC South that are all tied at eight and six. And I have, I could not tell you how those three teams will end up. It could be one team in two teams out. could be all three teams. I mean, it's going to be a muddy mess. Um, the bills have a tough, I think that, Oh, well they, they've got the chargers this week, but I do think they've, they've got to play Miami again, I believe. And uh, but they have a serious shot at shooting up here. 
And it, it would be a shame, honestly, if the Browns, Bengals, Colts make it in with backup quarterbacks and the Bills, the way they're playing right now, don't. Um, that's the playoff picture right now. Okay. All right. If y'all, if one of your teams was are in this muddy mess, you should look up on NFL.com the tie-breaking procedures because mm. I didn't understand it as well as I thought I did last time I talked about it. But if it's if you're in division, first it's head-to-head, second it's division oh. division win loss, third I thought was your conference win loss, but it's actually common games mm. and so if you're within division you played the two same divisions the whole division two other divisions and so it's your common games and then it's conference win loss mm. and then it gets to all the weird shit after that but it's kind of something you need to know if you're in one of these tie-breaking procedures right here all right all right shall we thursday night football are you ready i'm ready Charlie, we have the Saints at the Rams. The Rams are Rams are favored by four points. Charlie, my love is going to be Kyron Williams. You can run on the Saints team. Charlie, my hate is going to be David Carr. Derek, Derek Carr, sorry. Uh, it feels like, although the Rams secondary is not ideal, it just uh, feels like Sean McVay and, oh, why am I blanking on defensive coordinator there? What's his name? What's his name? Raheem uh, uh, Morris. Morris. Feels like he's going to be able to dial something up and kind of keep Derek Carr in check. Yeah, I have the same love-hate. I love Kyron Williams, hate Derek Carr. Uh, same reasons. Fantasy pick him. Cooper Cup, 15.88. I'll go under. I like the under. Like, maybe they're going to get Puka more involved this I was going to say, game. I could see Puka more involved than Cooper Cup. But I'm going over. Okay. Game pick. Rams. I got Rams. All right, Charlie, we have three. But this is an important game for both teams. So this, we have another good Thursday night game. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. All right, so we have two Saturday games. The first of the two Saturday games, Bengals at Steelers. Cincinnati's favored by two points. Charlie, who is your love-hate? Uh, I love T. Higgins in this one. Jamar Chase is likely out. Um so I'm going to love T. Higgins. Um, and I really just hate Pittsburgh's pass catchers outside of maybe Pat Fryermuth, who is back healthy. Go ahead. Yeah, my love is the same. I agree. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a T. Higgins game with Jamar Chase kind of on the mend, probably sitting out for this game. Uh, and then my hate is going to be Najee Harris. Uh, I do like Lou Amarillo. Lou Amarillo. Amarillo. Uh, and I just think he'll be able to stop the run. And uh, force the Steelers to beat them in the pass game. Fantasy pick them, Pat Fryermuth, 7.27. I'm going to go over at like 8. Yeah. I just think Mason Rudolph will like a security blanket. Mm -hmm. I I said I hate Pittsburgh pass catchers, and I do. However, based on the way Mitch Trubisky played, I just have to imagine there's going to be even the slightest upgrade in pass play here. Yep. Over or under? Over, I I agree with everything you said. Okay, so you're going over 7.27. Like nine points, probably ceiling. Okay. And I got Bengals. 
I got Bengals as well. All right, Charlie, moving on here. Bills at the Chargers. Buffalo's favored by 12 full points. Charlie, my love is going to be, again, James Cook. How could you hate him at this point? My hate is going to be Keenan Allen. Easton Stick is the starting quarterback moving is Ke- forward. Is Keenan Allen playing this week? I w- I, the reason why I put him as my hate is because I feel like he was going to play or is going to play, but still does not sound 100%. Yeah, I love Buffalo. I hate the Chargers. Fantasy pick them, James Cook, 14.97. I'll go over. I'll go over as well. I, I don't think it's the same It's not a game. Yeah. But, but I, I also don't know that they're going to need to pass a ton yeah. to win this one. Mm-hmm. All right. Game pick. Buffalo? Yep. All right. Christmas same. Eve. All the Sunday games. Are you ready? Yep. All right, Sunday, starting off, I had Packers at the Panthers. Green Bay is favored by five full points. Charlie, my love is going to be Chuba Hubbard. Um, Rashad White had a really good game against the Packers' rush defense last week. Panthers have done a much better job at rushing the ball overall. My hate is going to be Aaron Jones or A.J. Dillon. could be one. It could be either, uh, depending on who is actually suited up for this game. Panthers' rush defense has been very good for a majority of the year. All right. Uh, I got Jordan Love uh, with a bounce back. I hate Adam Thielen, but the only reason, and I don't I don't think he's not going to get points, but I don't think he's going to have the production he's used to because he's going against someone that is ve- a team that is very familiar with him. Um, and so it, they might – pay him a lot of attention um fantasy pick him aaron jones at 13.66 under i'm gonna go under that as well game pick packers i got packers all right browns at the texans cleveland's favored by two and a half points charlie who is your love hate i love amari cooper in this one i hate case keenum this is a really tough matchup for him um I'm trying to keep all these love-hates relevant. I know Case Keenum, people aren't going to be starting him necessarily, but it might affect the pass catchers. Go ahead. Yeah, I love the Browns. I hate the Texans um, just for that exact reason. I just think the Browns are kind of rolling right now, and I don't know that the Texans are going to get the kind of offensive production that's going to be fantasy relevant here. Um, fantasy pick them, Devin Singletary, 11.66. Mm, under. I'm going to go over because I think, one, Damian Pierce has pretty much completely fallen out of the fold, and Singletary will be active in the pass game, I believe. Game pick? Browns. I want to go Houston here, but it's just really hard. So I'm, I'm going to go Browns as well. Okay. And probably knock Houston out of playoff contention. Probably. All right, Charlie, moving on here. We had the Commanders at the Jets. Surprisingly, the Jets are favored by three points. Charlie, I want to uh, give you a little nerd nugget, and then I'm going to throw it off to you here. This is a battle of the worsts. The Commanders have the 32nd-ranked defense. The Jets have the 32nd-ranked offense. So, Charlie, with that in mind, what is your love-hate? I'm going to love Brees Hall here, even though I feel foolish doing it. Just because they don't like to get the ball out of their playmakers. Um, 
I'm going to hate Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin had his first 100-yard game all season last week. I don't know who's starting for quarterback, starting quarterback for the Commanders this week. Mm. Well, they polled Sam Howell. They did? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Jacoby Brissett. Oh, I got, did see that. I did. Got Terry McLaurin all those points yeah, yeah, in fantasy. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Um, and they pulled Sam Howell out of mercy because it was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a really tough uh, pass defense to go against. You go. Yeah, my love was going to be Garrett Wilson just because of how terrible this pass defense is. I'd like to think, no matter who the Jets quarterback is, that they'll be able to get them the ball or get him the ball. And my hate was going to be Terry. I, I Dotson, Terry, Samuel. I, I don't like any of the pass catchers, really, for the commanders here. It is a tough matchup passing-wise. Um, fantasy pick him, Garrett Wilson, 12.99. Over. Oh, oh, God, I hope he goes over. Yeah. Game pick? Who's your game pick? I'm gonna go Jets here. Yeah, I kind of like the Jets better than I the think. Uh, I think Salah's gonna be fighting for his job, even though I think he deserves. This to might keep be it. a Jets defensive game. Yeah, you know. Yep. But all right, Seahawks at the Titans. Seahawks are favored by two and a half points. Charlie, my love is gonna be the Hawks wide receivers. Uh, Titans have been giving up points to wide receivers all year long, and my hate is gonna be Derrick Henry. I was really impressed with the Seahawks. Uh, rush defense against the Eagles. It did seem like a majority of the chunk plays came from off the tackle, but between the tackles, Seahawks were able to bot a lot of things up. Leonard Williams played great last week. He did. Um, I love Geno for the same reason that you love the receivers. I hate D-Hop because of what Seattle was able to do to A.J. Brown despite all of his targets. Um I'm going to hate D-Hop in this one. And it looks like Ryan Tannehill might be the starter because of the shoulder injury to um, Will Levis. Mm. Although, I think if there's – if Will Levis can play, they're not going to be holding him out, and he's going to be like he's, – he, he seems like a tough dude. Yeah. So, I, you know, but either way, um, fantasy pick him. Kenneth Walker the third, 12.52 points. Over. Yeah, I'm going over as well. Game pick? Seahawks. I got Seattle winning this one. All right, next one. We have Colts at the Falcons. Atlanta is the home favorite by only one point. Charlie, who is your love-hate? Um, I love Michael Pittman Jr. I hate Kyle Pitts. Go ahead. Yeah, I love uh, Drake London. I hate Zach Moss. Um. I just would like to think that Taylor Heineke is starting now for the Falcons. I'd like to think that he's, he's going to kind of rekindle that connection with Drake London. I hate Zach Moss. I think he's still a little banged up. And when he left the game last week, the Colts were able to just continue running the ball just as effectively if as when more. he was in the game, if not more when he was out of the game. Yep. Fantasy pick him, Bijan, 14.45. U-N-D. Um, yeah, I'm going to go under as well. Game pick. Who's your game pick? 
Atlanta's going to be more desperate. But I think I might trust them less. I'm going to go Indy. I'll go Falcons. All right. Lions at the Vikings. Detroit is favored on the road by three and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be TJ Hawkinson getting some revenge against his old team. My hate is going to be Jared Goff. This Vikings secondary is nothing to fuck with. Uh, I love Sam Laporta in this one. I hate Alexander Madison. Fantasy pick him, Jordan Addison, mm. 12.2. I'll go over. Justin Jefferson. Is JJ replaying? He's, he is healthy in play. Then I'll go over. I'm going to go over as well. But not much over. Game pick. Lions. Yeah, I got the Lions as well. All right. Jags at the Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is favored by one point. How surprising is that? At home? Yeah. Jags haven't looked that good. Yeah. Uh, who's your love hate? I love Baker. Mm. I hate Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I, I, I loved Baker as well. Um, my hate was going to be Evan Ingram, but I, I don't know. That was only because I don't know the status of Trevor Lawrence at this point. Okay. Fantasy Pick'em, Travis Etienne. 14.32. Under. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go under as well. Game pick. I got the Bucks. I do too. We've only differed on one game. Yeah. Um, all right. Cardinals at the Bears. Chicago's favored by four and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be Justin Fields. My hate's going to be Kyler Murray. Simple as that. I love James Conner, and I hate Justin Fields. Mm. Fantasy pick him, DJ Moore. 15.04. I almost forgot to say under. that. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. Game pick. Bears at home. I got the Cardinals. I think it's going to be cold. Bears going to win. All right. Cardinals secondary is trash. Yes, they are. But I think Justin Fields is trash, frankly. Unless Even though he might... you said he's going to be the quarterback of the Bears next year? Yeah. Okay. I think he will start the season as the starter. Yeah. I still think he's solid. I'm not saying he's great. I think he's a starting quarterback in the NFL, at least right now. Well, I think him and Luke Getzey together are – not good. Well, that might be true. All right. Cowboys at the Dolphins. He has a problem processing, but anyways. Yeah. Miami's favored by one and a half points. Charlie, who's your love-hate? Oh, sorry. We, and we are in the 4 o'clock games now. Yeah. That that last one was a, or Jacksonville, Tampa Bay is 4 o'clock. Arizona, Chicago, 4 o'clock. Um, I love Mostert and A-Chan in this one. I mean, mm. I think you said it. Buffalo put a blueprint out there. And uh, I don't know if you know this, but Miami can run the ball. I hate Tony Pollard. Seems like a game that uh, Dallas is going to have to throw a lot. Go ahead. I love Brandon Cooks uh, for the underneath routes. Uh, And I actually hated Raheem Mostert here only because I just don't love the in-between the tackles. I think the Cowboys know they looked like a sieve last week, and therefore they should be able to clean that up. Fantasy pick them, Dak, 23.44. Over. 
I'll go over to uh, volume. Now, <clears throat> so Dallas is away. They're not very good on the road. They're going to be on natural grass. They're not very good on natural grass, apparently. Um, Miami hasn't beaten any good teams. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of reasons you can find to not like each team. A lot of reasons you can find to like each team. This is a really tough one for me to pick. Yeah. Um, I agree. They I'm going both, Cowboys. They both have something to prove. You're going Cowboys? I'm going Cowboys. Although they are on the road, it is still a hotter environment. And therefore, I do not feel like the outside playing surface or field condition factors will play as much of a factor in this game as it would of or as it did against someone like Buffalo. Tyreek is questionable, but I imagine he will play. Um, I'm going to go Miami. All right. Cool. Next. Uh, Sunday Night Football. Uh, don't watch the game. Patriots at the Broncos. Uh, yep. Denver's favored by six and a half points. Charlie, who's your love-hate? I love Cortland Sutton. I hate New England wide receivers. I love Javante Williams. I hate Cortland Sutton. Simple as that. Fantasy pick him Jerry Judy at 8.41. The reason why I think Jerry Judy's interesting here is because if Bill Belichick wants to shut down their best player, it'll it's likely be Cortland, be Cortland Sutton. Sutton. Yeah, I agree. Um, which maybe opens the door for Javante Williams and Jerry Judy. Will Russ get him the ball? I don't know. His uh, fantasy pick him 8.41. I'm going to go over at like 10. Yeah, I would go. Yeah, yeah. I'll go over as well. I kind of want to go under, but. Game pick? Broncos. Yep, Denver. I can see New England pulling this one off, though. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, Monday Night Football, we have three games. This is Christmas Day. First game, Raiders at the Chiefs. Kansas City's favored by 10 full points. First of all. I'm taking the spread. Yeah, I would too. Second of all, my love is going to be Rasheed Rice only because I think he gets into the end zone. It's more volume than anything else. Like, he is just getting the volume, even though this Raiders secondary is legit now. I don't know when that happened, but they are legit. My hate's going to be Devontae Adams. I just think the Chiefs know if anything good is going to happen for the Raiders, it's more than likely going to come at the hands of Devontae Adams. I love Travis Kelsey to have a bounce back game after a very mild showing. And then uh I hate Aiden O'Connell. What uh fantasy pick him Devontae Adams at fourteen point eight six. Well, it's pretty obvious I'm going under. Well you said he was your love, right? Hate. Oh, he was your hate, okay. Um Yeah. I'ma go. I'ma go. This is full PPR. I'm going to go over. Okay. Next game, Charlie. Uh, game pick. Game pick, um, Chiefs. Yep, Kansas City. All right, next one we have the Giants at the Eagles. Uh, Charlie, Philadelphia is favored by 12 full points. Again, I'm taking the spread here. Yep. Um, Tommy Cutlets. Mm-hmm. Even in Philly. Yep. Uh, who's your love-hate? 
I love DeAndre Swift. I hate Devontae Smith. Mm. I love Jalen Hyatt. The Eagles secondary looks very weak right now and could be susceptible to a deep ball. Yep. And I hate DeAndre Swift. Jalen Hurts, fantasy pick him, 27.04. Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. Game pick. I really want to pick the Giants. Do it. I really do. Just do it. But I can't, I, my only question is, do I pick the Giants on the road or at home? Because I think the Giants will win one of those games. Yeah, I think they might split. I'll go on the road. Okay. I'll go on the road. I got the Giants. I've got Philly because they're at home, but I don't – I mean – you don't have, There's no confidence yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no confidence not. there. I'm not saying this is going to be a good game. Yeah. More than likely like a 17-13 to 13 game, but I – I could see the Giants pulling one off on the road. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, Ravens at 49ers, probably the best game of the weekend on Christmas Day, on Christmas night. Charlie, number the one Niners, NFC seed versus the number one NFC seed. The schedule makers are like. They're watering at the mouth. Oh, my gosh, dude. They yeah. are so happy they just nailed one. Yeah, drooling. And the Niners are going to look sick wearing their. Red, white, and black shadow number jerseys. Um, Ravens more than likely will just wear their white tops, black bottoms, but still should be a phenomenal game from oh, yeah. start to finish. Oh, yeah. Um, Charlie San Fran is What a favored. Christmas gift. Yeah, it, it really is. And a I was gift. told today that I'm off on Tuesday. Wow. Yeah. That's Talk a, about a Christmas gift. That's a gift. Christmas gift right there. <laughs> that's a Christmas gift right there. Holy smokes. Yeah. I wouldn't ask for anything else underneath the tree. I know. <laughs> I'm so excited. Niners favored by five and a half points. Charlie, it's your game. I'll Damn. let you go first. Um, I love CMC. I hate Gus Edwards. I love Lamar. I hate Ayuk. I just think if Lamar is... If Lamar and the Ravens are going to be successful, more than likely it's going to be Lamar staying in the like navigating the pocket and finding receivers in the open zones of that Niner defense. And I hate Ayuk. I just I just think that the Niners or the Ravens know they have to they, they can deal with Debo, they can deal with CMC, but you have to shut down Ayuk first. You have to shut that down. Um I hate Gus if Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead are healthy. Mm. And I think that we will bounce back after we know that we're going against a really tough rushing team. And uh, we just played a really shitty run defense last week. So we're going to try to shut that down. I mean, honestly, I think Bryce, before the Eagles game, when we played the Eagles, I think I told you after the podcast and I'll, I may have not because I'm too superstitious, but that I thought it was going to be like the Cowboys game where we put up 40 on them. I am not nearly as confident about this game. I'm just so very curious because you don't play a guy like Lamar if you're in the NFC. Yeah. And it's just it's just a different team. Mm-hmm. And the Eagles, the Cowboys, they have weaknesses that we exposed. The weaknesses aren't as glaring with the – Ravens. I I wouldn't be able to tell you necessarily what their weakness is. Um, I do know that Lamar holds on to the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and sometimes he takes a second longer than he should to decide to rush than he used to at least. Yeah. Um, but it's really hard to play contain on that guy. I mean, it's 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 going to be a ball game. It's going to be fun. Uh, Lamar's the fantasy pick him. 21.85. Over. I'm going to go under because even in Ravens' ass whoopings, Lamar is not like a fantasy genius this year. Yeah, I don't, I don't love the over. I, have to I, don't, go, I don't think he's going to crush the over, I think, but he, I do think he gets over 20. He's points. probably had three games over 30 points this year. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go under. Okay. Just because they find other ways to win. That's usually rushing the ball, not mm-hmm. with him now. Sure. Which is really – well, actually, it doesn't matter. But So you're going over, I'm going under. Game pick. I think this will be a great game. I think both teams will force at least one turnover. I do think that the Niners' defensive line will be up to the task and will be able to contain Lamar more than anything else. This is what you brought in Chase Young for. This is what you brought in Eric Armstead, like all these guys, for this game at this moment. Now, it's not the Super Bowl, but still a very important game. I think the 49ers' defensive line will be up to task and if this is the first of two potential matchups of this game, it, it could swing the other way. Yep. But I like the Niners to get one at home in this scenario. I like the Niners. Shocker. All right, All Charlie. Right. You ready to do some daily? I'm ready. Uh, shout out, uh, Charlie. Winning daily. I did win it by point seven points. Yeah, that was one. I went to I went to sleep at half, or actually, I stayed up a little bit into the third quarter, and I was like, I just can't. I mean, I'm going to hate myself tomorrow if I stay up and watch this. And it's just one of those things where I woke up at two o'clock, checked, and somehow I pulled it off. Felt good, Bryce. Especially, sure it did. But here's the thing. I beat you in regular fantasy, knocked you out of the playoffs, avenged my mother. It's bullshit. Um, I scored more than Jules the last two weeks in a row. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what this avenging thing is. I avenged is. my mother after I, you I knocked her out of the playoffs. I don't know what this avenging thing is. I outscored her for the last two weeks. She would She would have gotten absolute. I got destroyed by you. She would have gotten demolished. She scored 112 points this week. At least I put up over 130. I'm, mean, you know, like it, it is what it is, but like I, I don't feel bad about that. Like I, 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 I had a good two week streak. Was her team yeah. better than mine? You could argue, but like I had two good weeks in a row. I, I don't, the avenging thing, I don't get. No, it's because it's my mom, dude, and you. She was in the playoffs, and then you. I know, and I love Jules. She didn't but make like, it. She didn't make it because you knocked her out. That's how fantasy went this year. It was yep. it was a dog eat dog world this year in fantasy. Yep, it was. Um. Anyways, well, I put up, like, over 200 against you, and then in my other league that I squeaked into the playoffs, like, a week and a half ago, basically, um, I put up another 200, and the guy put up 100, exactly. That was a 
ass whooping like I've never seen and was not expecting. Um, we were talking about daily. Oh yeah, you, yeah. Just well, I just wanted to say, just like Charlie, that gloat, I'm, gloating. I, have, I have a very realistic possibility with my matchups this week to lose all three playoff games. That yes, I you do. <laughs> Cause that's how daily has gone this year. As yeah. I just stated before, it is literally doggy dog. And I texted you that cause I had looked, I'm like, watch, I knew I'm like, as soon as you started getting closer to 170 points, I'm like, I already knew where it was going. I'm like, watch, he's going to turn around next week and he's going to score 95 points. And I looked at your matchups and I'm like, yep. It looks like he is going to have a very rough week next week. Yep. And it would not surprise me just cause again, that's how crazy fantasy has been this year. It's been so, so much of a roller coaster ride. I would so. love to win at least one of those, but I will lose all three if the Niners pull off a win. Um. All right, Bryce, give me the intro, dude. Charlie, Bryce, let's slow it down. Nice and smooth and silky like like a. Nice set of Christmas pajamas, Charlie. Mm. Like a nice set of newly owned Christmas satin, maybe silky even, Christmas pajamas, Charlie. Give us that daily DraftKings advice of the week, Charlie. I'll do it. So I'm going to start. I, I did a lot of value here. I did a couple, I did one... One guy that's not a value pick, but I feel good about. But first of all, my quarterback this week, this is one of the better values I've picked this year. But Baker Mayfield, $6,000 going against the 31st ranked defense against quarterbacks in fantasy this year. That feels pretty good to me. Um, Running backs... I mean, here's the thing about this pick. You're not going to be alone in this one because of what he did last week. But James Cook at $6,500 against the 27th ranked Chargers rush defense. You got to like that pick. And in a game where they may not need to keep passing to try to outduel Easton Stick, seems like James Cook might be a good play here in volume. Running back. Number two, I like Joe Mixon at $6,600 against the 22nd ranked defense. Jake Browning might, without Jamar Chase, they might want to try to utilize Joe Mixon a little bit more. This one's a little iffy, but it's a reasonable price. I like what Joe can do. And with Jake Browning at the helm, kind of want to keep it balanced. Um, so I like Joe Mixon at 6600 Wide receivers. Amonra St. Brown is my big spend this week against the 24th ranked defense against the pass for $8,200. I know it's expensive, but I do like Amonra on this one. He picked it up again last week. He had kind of dropped off a little bit with the Lions kind of slipping, but I like this matchup. Um, DK Metcalf against the Titans. I do really like this matchup as well with Geno coming back healthy. $6,700 against the 27th ranked Titans pass defense. I'd take that. That seems pretty dang good. Yeah. Tight end. This guy is going to be a highly drafted tight end 
for years to come, Trey McBride. $5,700. I know it's kind of expensive for a tight end if you're not getting a top three guy, but 27th ranked defense against tight ends in the Bears. I do like the Trey McBride play this week. I, I didn't like it last week, and he still got almost 15 points or more. Mm. He just targeted a ton, and he's, yeah. pr- he's productive with the ball in his hands. Defense, I've actually got two. I've got a Sneed defense where we're under 3000 Nice. Bears, $2,800. Yeah, I like that. Um, not a great offense they're going against. They're the 20th-ranked offense. The Bears have playmakers now, and their defense has been playing really well where you can feel like they can generate fantasy points. Um, and then I've got the Jets defense at $3,100, which isn't a lot for the Jets defense yeah. um, going against the Commanders, the 30th-ranked offense. I, I like both of those plays uh, still in a value range. So uh, that's what I got for fantasy this week. Nice, nice. Mostly nice. value. Solid couple. lineup, yeah. So I like the DK play. Uh, I like both defenses, actually. Uh, and, yeah, I like Baker. That's a good pick. I like that. That could be a sneaky good pick there. Yep. I think if, if you go Baker, I think he'll get you points. I mean, he may go off for 40. He may not. Yeah. But I think he'll get you enough points that it'll justify the extra money you're going to have to spend on your Christian McCaffreys and, and your whatnots. Got it. All right, Charlie. All right, Bryce. Let's do the best segment in podcasting. Are Let's you ready? Let's do it. Yep, I'm ready. Charlie. Bryce. What's chapping your ass? Bryce, what's giving you the red ass this week? Charlie, what's giving me the red ass this week is my football happiness. Mm. Um, You know, yeah. as you saw, Panthers go out and go get a win, 9-7. to seven. They sure do. Win their second game of the year. Um. But, Charlie, unfortunately, that win seemed like the sacrificial lamb for my, all of my fantasy hopes this week. Ah. So, I lost both of my fantasy playoff games, and I lost daily by .7 points. Uh, what was the hardest pill to swallow is that I wasn't even close in either one. And it's not that I played a bad uh, uh, starting lineup. I had a good lineup. I had a good lineup that more often than not, would probably gotten me a win in both of the leagues. Scoring's a little different in both leagues. Um, obviously, we played each other last week. I think I ended up scoring like 160 points, but like I, I just can't hold a candle to 211 points. They're like, there's just there's the only way you beat 211 points is by also having 200 like a monster day from so like you just don't in your league you don't beat 200 points unless you also just absolutely nail everyone. And so I didn't really feel bad in your league because even, even if I... Even if you had nailed every single one on your bench. Even if I had maximized everyone on my bench to be in my starting lineup, no matter what the point... Maximize the point getters, I still would not have been close. I think I would... Uh, you would have been... I would have been closer. I would have. I think I did the math and I was like 25 points away if I had maximized my total... My max point getters. It still would have been around 25 points away from where you finished. Which is still... That's that's tough. That's tough. Uh, and then my other league, kind of the same thing. 
Uh, and I really felt good about that one because not only did they have Chris Olave, but they also had Chris, uh, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill. And I felt really good going into that one. Didn't matter. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire popped off. James like, Cook popped off. Yeah. You know, just like it was just game after game after game that I just ended up not even having a chance. Even though in my league, it is a little harder to score. Po- not much, but a little harder. I ended up finishing with like 130 points, which normally gets you a win in that league. Yep. In this case, it did not. I think I lost 130 to like 160, which was a pretty high-scoring affair. So, uh, And then, of course, again, I lost to you by 0.7 points in daily. So, Charlie, the Panthers get a win, which makes me happy there. Um, but it's a meaningless win, and it was a sacrificial lamb because I lost both my fantasy playoff games and daily. I, I'm... I'm not doing well mentally because <laughs> the game for the Panthers literally meant nothing at all. And I've kind of accepted their fate. So it was nice to be able to like wear some Panthers gear this week. Um, but it meant nothing to me. And the things that did actually matter for me, I lost. So Charlie Panthers football happiness overall chapping my ass Panthers getting a win. Never thought I would say it's chapping my ass, but man, did it do a dent on my football happiness this week? Ah, yeah, that's tough. I'm sorry. Um, you're not, but that's fine. You don't have, you don't have to apologize for something you're not sorry for. But keep going. Well, football happiness is important. Well, it is, but I haven't had I'm a not, whole I'm lot. I'm not of sorry it. for beating you. Yeah, by any means. Yeah, but football happiness. Yeah, yeah. I haven't um, had a lot of that this year. Um, uh, my chapped ass. I mean, honestly, outside of football, my ass has been chapped the past like three weeks with just work and all this stuff. That, but that's not. What my chapped ass is today. Believe it or not, my chapped ass is my collarbone that I got repaired in 2011. Okay. And, Bryce, you know that the, it's plate, fucked up. the plate is sticking out. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the guys, the surgeon said, you know, you're going to, it's going to be aesthetically pleasing because you're going to, your shoulder's not going to be forward. Cause I had a, if you have an inch and a half, it's like if you have an inch of, uh, or I'm not an inch. I'm so sorry. A centimeter of separation in your break, then you need to get surgery. I had an inch or a centimeter, 1.5 centimeters, so I had to get the plate put in, but it sticks out. I mean, it is pointy. Yeah. And you know, my daughter's kind of like they've bumped their heads on it, and they're like, hmm, and it like bothers them. But tonight, Daisy smacked her mouth on it pretty damn hard. Ooh. And she had a swollen lip afterwards. Really? Yeah. Wow. And she, it, I mean, it, it put her into scream mode. Yeah. When she did it. And it's like, if she had done that on the other collarbone. Not a big deal. Not a big deal at yeah. all. But yeah. she caught, like, her left front tooth, it seemed like. Yeah. On that point. And I'm... I'm going to have to get it removed because like, that's the main reason. Like, I don't, I mean, it bothers me some, like when I'm wearing a harness at work, it, but like right it on there. Yeah. 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 But I mean, dude, it almost like busted my daughter's lip. Yeah. And we were just, she was sitting on my lap and we were playing and she just, Wha-pa! yeah. And that frustrates the shit out of me. That, dude. Yeah. That, it should not, that. it should not. No, that should not be a thing. Yeah. Um, so that's what's shabbing my ass today. Um, and I, I mean, I, not a, that, 
That's a good read. I mean, that's a good chap and ass. Yeah. It, it frustrated the hell out of me. And I, you know, it's, she was straight up screaming because of it. So it obviously hurt a lot. Yeah. And I mean, it was just, we were in the middle of, uh, uh, anyway. A good moment. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it. Yeah. That really chapped my ass. Well, uh, Christmas is around the corner. It is. Uh, I am excited. I did buy uh, the girls a, a nice little gift. I'm excited about giving that to them. Uh, or just at least seeing them enjoy it more yeah, than anything else. I, I don't really care. I am excited too. I don't care who it came from. I just want to see them enjoy it. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I hope everyone has a great holiday. Be safe in your travels. I know I'm traveling a little bit, Charlie. Um, but be safe in your travels. Enjoy football. Have it on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We got it on so Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday uh, for DraftKings this week. I think... I'm going to do a Saturday-Sunday DraftKings. So those two days combined, if I can. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked at it quite yet. But I'll do a Saturday-Sunday, and then I'll do a Christmas Day DraftKings. Um, So look out for those. I'll send out the invites. Uh, We love more the merrier, especially on a Merry Christmas. Everyone, good luck in the fantasy playoffs. If you're in consolation brackets, good luck in those. Um, Everyone, have a happy holiday. This has been the Unsolicited Advice Podcast. Don't forget to please like, rate, and subscribe. And check us out on Instagram at un.solicitedadvice underscore. Until next time, bet the over.